Cornelius Convert. Hi, everybody. Welcome today to another edition of our podcast, the Bruce Singer Podcast. I'm here with a very special guest, uh, Frank Stronick. Thank you for uh, thank you for joining me today. It's, it's a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting you. And Frank is doing some really interesting things, and he's going to talk about it. What he's doing is passion for organics, uh, health, and what he's what, basically what he's up to in his latest venture. And we're here at his restaurant, Frank's uh, Frank's Organic Garden in Aurora. And I just had a great meal, chicken curry. It was wonderful. Thank you, Frank. And I feel healthy. (laughs) It was great, really. The soup, everything's fantastic. So if you want to have a great meal that's super healthy, get your butt out to Aurora. And uh, it's everything is just fantastic. And I really appreciate she's been a gracious host. And I thank you so much. So tell tell us what um, what's what's going on? What, what, what's, what's happening? You're motivated to get into this and share with the audience about uh, your vision. Well, yeah. let's stop. Maybe it's always priorities, right? Yeah. And they've always said, if the economy doesn't work, nothing else will work. We cannot feed the hungry and we cannot look after the most fragile ones. That's our elderly people, right? So, so what we have to do that the economy works well, we have to understand that the economy is driven by three forces, smart managers, hardworking employees, and investors. So basically all three have a right to the outcome, which is profits. So the great problem we have is that workers don't share in wealth creation. That's the dilemma. So the divide is getting bigger and bigger. So what are we gonna do about it? Well, in other words, to be more practical, the capitalistic system is really self-destroying because more and more capital is helped by fewer and fewer. Okay, unless the capital is spread, unless workers can participate, it's just the capitalistic system doesn't work, right? Because in nature, when a species does not reproduce itself, another species will take over. So we have to understand that. And the laws of nature, they're much stronger than any man-made law. But so that's one thing. So we got to talk about the economy, but uh, we, we cannot cover everything today. But uh, the reason, uh, I guess, I invited you here to taste our organic food. And uh, so I have a great concern about the foods uh, people consume, and especially the young people, the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I've gone very heavily in the agriculture about uh, 12 years ago. And, uh, you know, when we are younger, we all hustle a bit to make some monies. And when you get older, sometimes you link back and, and ask yourself, what's life all about? And uh, so I've been very blessed with good health and a good mind. And, uh, but I've always said at the same time, if the stars are not aligned, it doesn't matter how smart you are, it won't work, right? So I've been lucky to a certain extent. And uh, and so my commitment is, or I, I want to leave a legacy that I maybe triggered something which is of utmost importance to, 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 to life, to families. Namely, do we do as grown-ups, do we do everything possible that our kids grow up healthy and happy? I don't think we do. Science I got very heavily in the agriculture about over 10 years ago. I started to notice an enormous chemical jungle out there. 
When you look at industrial farms, you don't see no more eagles fly. Why? Because there's no more rabbits there. There's no more pheasants there. We spray everything. We poison everything. Okay? And we are just about in wiping out the bee population. That would be a great catastrophic uh, problem. There's bees for pollination, you know, it's very important. So any, anyway, so in essence, I want to get across that no Canadian kid should go to school hungry. That means in schools, we have to serve breakfast. Secondly, no Canadian kid should ever leave school hungry. That means we got to serve lunch. And, and it would be very important that lunch reserve is organic. Okay? Because people have no idea how many chemicals they consume. Right? So furthermore, I would like to see that we get kids more familiar with nature. That means I like to see the curriculums being changed in school. Let's say students from grade one to grade six should have half, at least a half a day where we teach them how to grow foods. And kids from grade seven to grade 12, they should have a full day a week where we teach them how to grow foods. Here in Canada, we have uh, severe winters. In the wintertime, it would have to be in greenhouses. And in the summertime, in summer gardens. But it's possible to do. I'm just finishing a prototype agricultural educational center where we can prove that and should be a role model for school boards. Right? So that would be very important to uh, that our, our kids that we... Uh, that we feed them organic food. And I've created a not-for-profit foundation. It's called the Guha Foundation. Guha means growing up healthy and happy. Okay. So I, uh, I'd like to see that down the road, every family is a member of the Guha Foundation, right? And thereby... Uh, I think we could bring about what's important to our young people, our kids. So anyway, those are two areas to get the economy going and, and to make sure that our kids grow up healthy. Uh, those are the areas I focus very deeply on it. Okay, so the Guba, how do, how, what steps will be taken to, to make it happen now? The, Well, the Kuha, it's um, the world is always driven by uh, by uh, groups which uh, uh, which have influence, right? And uh, so we just gotta get to convince a lot of people. When when I speak with people, it it, it doesn't take long, right? After one minute, uh, so why didn't we do it before, right? Because it's so obvious, right? That uh, I think when uh, when a uh, uh, woman and a man get married, uh, you know they pray, gee, uh, let's hope our kids grow up healthy, right? And usually they take great concerns, especially the woman, what they eat, etc. So they give it the best nourishment or a chance that kids could grow up healthy. But we are not once when they're there. We don't. We, I, I don't think we. I don't really search our mind. Uh, we don't do enough. Matter of fact, I think we're grossly negligent. We are. Okay. Yeah. So uh, 
So I, I just want to bring that about. And so what I'm trying to do is to create a, a lobbying thing okay. there, right? Okay. There are a lot of lobbying groups out there. Most of them we don't hear much. I don't see much, but but uh, I think governments are very influenced by those lobbying groups, right? For instance, uh, what do we leave behind to our young kids? You know, our interest payment on 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 the debt we have is already about fifty billion dollars a year. Who's getting those monies? Okay. So, what do we leave our kids behind? A huge amount of debt and a screwed up environment. So I think it's high time that we think about it and we got to say to ourselves, what we, what we're going to do. And every person's got to ask himself, can I make a contribution or can I be part of a foundation or a movement or organization? So I think those are the things here. Uh, I, I guess in isolation People will, with singular minds or great minds, you can't do it. You need to have people band together and say, those things are very important to us and thereby we focus on it. And I think nobody, when it comes down, could question or be against it that kids should eat iconic foods. The most well-known doctor, right, or maybe one of the original well-known doctors, Hippocrates, his saying was always, let food be your medicine, and medicine your food, and we should be guided by that, right? It just happens we do, uh, we do, we engaged in a, in a study with the York University, right? Because we, I, I have a, I have a facility in Aurora, which uh, whatever whatever is on the menu in the restaurant, you can buy uh, in the supermarket raw, or semi cooked, or finished cooked. But everything is organic. Okay, so we work together with the university. We have about 300 uh, students which volunteer to participate on a program where we can where we can demonstrate that if you eat organic, you be healthier and you live longer. I get it. I get it. I get it. You were sharing a very interesting when we talked about lunch. You were sharing something about during COVID some statistics which I found which which don't get you know the, the people die from COVID. But yet, from greenhouse gases, yeah. can we we just share? Yeah, that? sure. Yeah, there's a, that blew my mind. I just yeah, there's a statistical uh, there's data, right? Which in sure. and in uh, 2020, uh, the COVID or uh, uh, the COVID virus killed about four million people right, worldwide. But uh, the same study came to the conclusion that uh, greenhouse gases killed over eight million people, and wow. we don't. Say much about no, it, we, right? We Double the amount, right? So, uh, so, right? So we we have problems. So share share about your vision for Frank's organic market. Well, um, Frank's you, you want to expand it, and share, and your vision is to grow it. And, yeah, yeah, to first of all, to uh, to prove that we can grow organic foods. Okay, you got to be more innovative. You have to be, uh, you can't do it in large, large, large quantities. So industrial farms are not too suitable to grow organic foods because, you know, if you have uh, 
200 or 300 acres of peats and another. So uh, nature nature has a way of balancing itself out or heal itself, right? So organic foods, uh, you know, our farmers have make good experience if they grow a lot of diversity, right? Mm-hmm. And that sort of will balance out, uh, call it uh, uh, when when nature has uh, different insects or, or, or viruses, right? So uh, by by having a biodiversity, diversity and growing different uh, foods uh, uh, in 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 the same areas, they cross fertilize themselves. And and how did the Frank's organic market? Getting back to that, so how does it how does it how does it play in like your vision to like you mentioned you want to have like around North America have a lot of locations. Well, in Magna, look, I I, I uh, Magna reached a size with 170,000 employees, wow. and we had about 400. 430 factories worldwide, right? Mm-hmm. And those factories are very large and very things. So it's a lot. I'm duplicating what I do in the food industry, what I've done for Magna, right? And have smaller supermarkets with restaurants and where we focus on the organic food and try to demonstrate via data, right? When we work together with the universities, like if you if you focus and if you if you eat organically, you uh, you you have less problems. Hundred percent. And uh, but again, I earlier said uh, it's smaller farms which are mainly to organic, uh, uh, grow organic foods, and uh, and I said uh, family farms were always the backbone of a country. And it's very sad, right? More and more family farmers can go out of business because they're practically on welfare. And uh, kids of farmers would say, Dad or Mother, uh, I can't be in the farming because I don't want to be on welfare. So we got to take a look. We should have an agricultural policy. What do we do about the food industry, right, in Canada? So just one last question. So how do we reverse? So that's how we reverse that trend, get back to family farming, get more family to reverse that trend. Yes, we, right. it, first of all, to grow foods, yeah. food is a noble thing to do, right? Yeah. And I think if we get into it, I think we got to make it interesting enough. And we got to make it so you can make it a living, right? So that the kids of farmers will stay on the farm, right? When well, our case, I would hate to see if industrial farms buy up all the family farms. I think we, we, we need a trust which would accumulate a Canadian trust, a uh, uh, family farm trust, where the, uh, the government or the, or the people of Canada would yeah. own it, and they should be made available to people which are serious, seriously thinking to go into organic farm. And uh, because right now there wouldn't be enough soil, right, where we could grow organic food. So we gotta get back. We gotta, you know, if the simple fact is we know something, if you got a problem, you should know why you got a problem. Then you gotta do something about it. Exactly. The problem is we don't encourage family farming. The problem is we don't encourage, uh, encourage organic farming. That's a problem. That means we haven't got the, the best food. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, so we gotta do something about it. 
So hopefully the things they do will provoke the minds and inspire young people. And hopefully politicians will listen that we can do something sure. about it. Well, Frank, thank you for thank you first of all, thank you for making the difference. Okay. All right. And thank you for okay. doing this podcast. I really okay. appreciate it. Okay. And and thank you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Is there a way if people want to get involved or something they can do, like if people want to get involved? Yeah, I think we are just launching a website. I think uh here's uh the Guha. The Guha. Can you, uh, there's my assistant here. Can you speak in the thing so we can hear it clearly? Can you say with the, with the website? Guhaway.com. Guhaway.com. And you can contact me too. I have the information. You can contact me anytime. Okay. And I can help you. Frank, this is very okay. insightful. Okay. Thank great. you so much, everybody. Right. Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful okay. day. Okay, great. Okay. You're